Welcome back to another episode of the Digital Wrap-Up, where we follow my journey starting my business and growing it from startup to success. I'm your host, Riley Harden, owner of Harden Digital. Last episode, I gave a bit of background on why I decided to start my business and how I kind of got going there. I briefly mentioned that I ran my business as a side gig for the first year and a half or so before taking it full-time in August 2021. On this episode, I want to talk about my decision to take that leap of faith and why I started my business full-time. I want to start the episode by saying that I'm absolutely 100% not a certified business coach in any way, and that any tips or advice that I give in this episode are just my raw thoughts on going through the process myself, being there, doing that over the past year and a half. I'm just walking through my decision-making process and what I learned along the way. Hopefully, uh, giving a recap here can help reinforce your decision one way or the other, whether it's, yes, I need to do this right now, or no, maybe I'm not to that point yet. I will say that making the decision to take your business full-time depends on what industry your business is in. For example, Hardin Digital is a business-to-business or B2B service-based business. We're not selling products or items to customers. That's business-to-customer or B2C. So we work with clients. We sell them our services, social media management, digital marketing services, web production, web building. You know, those are all services that we provide. The reason I want to make that distinction is because I think as a B2B service-based company, I had a little more leeway to build up my business on the side before making it my full-time job. And I'll kind of get into this more later on in the episode. At first, when I picked up my first client, it was just a few extra hundred bucks a month that I was making, kind of just supplementing my full-time job. After that first client, I realized why not make this an actual business and try to get more clients and and grow and be successful on in addition to what I was doing on the side. So I did all the background legal work, filed with the Secretary of State, made an official LLC, et cetera, et cetera. And let me tell you, once I did that, it really sunk in and it felt good. I could officially say I was a business owner, uh, even though I wasn't doing it full time. It was still super satisfying to say that hey, I own a business, this is what I do. After that first client is kind of when it got real for me. That's when I made the decision, this is what I want to do. So I kept that first client of mine and uh, started expanding slowly over the next few months. Uh, I was only doing social media content creation and management for the clients that I picked up. I didn't start offering any of the website stuff until a couple of months ago, really. So it was really just creating content, engaging with followers, uh, just the the social media side of thing, and that and that's what I truly love doing. That's why I started my business. That's what my main thing is with my business. And just a little fun fact: I still work with uh, my first three clients, and they've been some of the most supporting people of my business. They've been promoters of my business. They've shared tips and tricks with me. A lot of them are small business owners themselves, and so treat your clients right. And I guarantee you that they'll be some of your biz- biggest advocates along your way. I can't tell you the number of times uh, one of my clients has 
came to me and said, I gave your business card out to these people I met with today, or I passed your name along, and it's given me more business down the road, helped me out a lot. So treat your clients right, and they'll do you right in return. Anyways, as my business continued to grow and I took on some more clients, I got to the point where I barely had any free time after work. You know, I was going to my full-time job, working all day, come home, eat, go to the gym, and then get to work doing some stuff for my clients. And by that time, it's late in the evening. I was exhausted. I didn't really want to do anything after that. So it was really just taking up pretty much all of my free time after working a full uh, eight-hour day. And sometimes if I didn't want to work after working a full day, I would just push off the work until the weekend. And then it got to the point where I didn't have any days off and I was just working seven days a week all weekend working for my clients on the side. So I kind of hit this natural breaking point, you know, where I literally didn't have any time to take on more clients. For about, I'd say, six to eight months leading up to this past August when I took my business full time, I was kind of stuck in this this rut where I couldn't bring on more clients. I was completely maxed out. And while it felt good, you know, I was making all this extra money on the side saving up some money it was it it was nice I'll, I'll admit that but it was kind of a bummer at the same time because I had this vision for my business where I wanted to go you know I wanted to expand and grow like but I was being held back why was I being held back is really just my fear I was afraid of, fi- of failing you know it's a huge leap to give up what I had working my full-time job uh, I had a real comfortable, stable job working in state government and had amazing benefits, uh, enjoyed the work that I did. That was a big thing. Is I really enjoyed and had fun at work. Every day was different for me, and I didn't want to give that up. So there's a lot of different reasons that I was kind of holding back from taking my business full time. You know, I was afraid to give give all that stuff up and potentially fail, whether the business goes under or I don't make enough money, whatever it may be, I still have loans to pay off. So that was, I was thinking of that in the back of my head and kind of just ate away at me over and over again, afraid that I'd lose out on a bunch of money. So there's a lot of factors. There's mainly just fear of failing, I guess, that held me back the most. And I, I had all my friends and family were super supportive of me, believed in me. Even my coworkers at work, they were like, yeah, like we'll miss you, but go do it. Like We have all the confidence in the world that you're going to succeed. And I just couldn't get myself to do it. You know, The fear was overwhelming, and it was just something I couldn't overcome. So I'm at that breaking point for a good six to eight months, just grinding day in, day out with my business and my full-time job, trying to still have a social life and and hang out with my friends, have a great group of friends that do stuff pretty much all the time with. So I was maxed out, really tired, and still couldn't pull the trigger for some reason. But then come August 2021, uh, some things changed. You might ask what just changed randomly that, oh, you finally got over your fear. Well, it wasn't necessarily that I got over my fear per se, As I mentioned last episode, some outside circumstances kind of led me to the decision, kind of forced my hand, not in a bad way. It was definitely 
a good thing. You know, it was my decision. But for some background, my girlfriend took a new position that required her to move for the job. It was going to be two and a half hours, not two and a half, about two hours away, and I wanted to stay with her. So I ended up making the decision to move with her, which that also meant I had to move. I couldn't keep my full-time job and move at the same time. We were doing some remote work during COVID, but that just wasn't an option with the job. I had to be in person, so that meant that I had to put in my two weeks, call it quits, and you know that's when I kind of made the decision. Right then, it's like if I'm moving, this is I've been holding back for six months now. It's kind of time to just go for it, and you know with the move, quitting my job, I didn't want to get a new job and still run my business part-time. I just committed and went all in for it. Was I nervous? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm still nervous pretty much every day about different things affecting my business. Am I going to be successful? How's it going for my business? You know, I worry about these things all these things all the time. I think that's pretty common for for business owners when they're getting started. But at the same time, I was super excited. Now I could take my business to where I wanted it to be. I could grow, expand, bring on new clients. And it gave me the freedom to work when I want, where I want, with who I want. All the things that people always talk about when starting your own business and working from home, it was finally my time to realize that and have the opportunity to do it. It was definitely a hard decision to pull that trigger, you know, take the leap of faith. But it was definitely the right decision, and I knew that if it wasn't now, if I didn't take this opportunity while it was just pretty much handed to me, that I was never going to take the leap of faith, never take the risk and go for it. So you might be asking why I'm sharing all this and going into so much detail about how I started my business and the months leading up to taking it full-time. Well, trying to just give you some perspective and maybe help you out along the way in in your journey of growing your business, taking it full time, or even just launching from conception. You know, it's, it's a hard decision. It's not something that I knew just right away. Oh, this is what I want to do. And this is the right time for me to take my business full time. I kind of got lucky. I was able to build my list of clients and get some income already before taking it full time. You know, I had zero overhead costs to worry about. I could do it all for my phone, my computer. I, I bought a new laptop, but hey, write it off as a business expense. And that was kind of the only expense or cost that it required of me to start my business. And so there was not a lot of risk in me running my business as a side gig. And it was cozy along with my my full-time job. And I was just comfortable with that for a while. But like I mentioned earlier, it's not the same for every business, you know. I I do think that it would be a lot different for a business that relies on selling a product. You know, I'm not in that business I'm not in that industry. Like I said, I'm service-based and just work with my clients. But if you're selling a product, you probably want to be all in from the very beginning probably already invested a bunch of money into producing your product so you're already operating at a loss and trying to make up that money so working it part-time may not be the best decision for you because you want to get that money back 
this is just some of my advice going through the process and being in your shoes before is, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I have the best answer for you because everyone's situation is completely different. And by no means hold me to this because I don't want someone coming back to me in a year or two and being like, Riley, you told me to take the leap of faith and take my business full time. You know, I'm not trying. Obviously, I would never set you up for failure. Maybe just my insight can can help you out, make a better decision whether it is to start or not start your business. But what I do want to say is this. No matter what industry your business is in, don't be afraid to take that leap of faith when that time comes. If you have everything lined up, it's set up for success, and the only thing that's stopping you is fear, just go for it. Be confident in yourself and turn your business into success. Don't be like me and sit around for six to eight months just letting the fear eat at you day in and day out and hold you back from really growing. You know, once once I took the leap of faith, everything started getting better for my business instantly. I started offering more services, started bringing on more clients and doing some one-off things, building websites, um, just was able to grow my business almost instantaneously as soon as I took it full time. Looking back now, do I regret taking or not taking the leap of faith earlier? Absolutely. I had everything set up to go. I mean, I had the systems down of onboarding new clients, working with clients, creating their content, but I was just too afraid to do it. Who knows really like how much I could have done in those six to eight months where I was pretty much just capped out working with uh, the same number of clients that I had for months and months, not able to grow. Uh, Who knows how much money, how much good I could have done for my clients. I work with a lot of nonprofits and could have helped those people out more. It's just so many potential missed opportunities by holding back and not taking that leap of faith. So to wrap things up, hopefully this story, my background, what I went through for six to eight months, a year, whatever it may be, can help you make that decision you're on the fence about. You know, take that leap of faith and I guarantee good things are to come if you just go all in and, and commit to it. You know, it's my goal with this episode, with this podcast as a whole to help as many as I, people as I can throughout my journey of running my business and how I got here today. So I'm here to be a resource to you. If you have any questions or want to bounce any thoughts off of me, Whatever it may be, feel free to send me a tweet, send me a DM at Harden Digital. That's H-A-R-D-E-N Digital. And as always, I look forward to chatting with you all again soon on the next episode of Digital Wrap-Up. Have a great day.